With WYOY News in New York, I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's top stories. The GOP is bracing for a contested convention after Tuesday's Wisconsin primary, where a quivering mound of racist flubber defeated Donald Trump and the hairy parasitic alien attached to his head. Trump still managed to pick up three delegates, four stakes, and an elegant, fantastic second-place finish in the state, while folksy racist Uncle John Kasich was completely shut out, despite polls suggesting that he could win up to 20% of the confused, disillusioned, and resigned-to-failure vote. Kasich acknowledged the defeat and the mathematical impossibility of securing the nomination by closing his eyes, putting his hands over his ears, and screaming, La 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 la, I can't hear you, to his supporters. Meanwhile, Wisconsin winner Ted Cruz delivered a rousing victory speech in which he called on the Republican Party to unify and bring him Han Solo. He continued, Speaking of things that suck the light out of your eyes, astronomers discovered a supermassive black hole this week. Scientists say the collapsed star is approximately 17 billion times as large as the sun, while scientists from Trump University say it's only half the size of Donald Trump's hands. In other Republican news, multiple conservative sources are reporting that Paul Ryan is secretly running for president, which shouldn't be surprising, as he's been secretly running for president of my own unrealistic fantasies since 2012. On the Democratic side, Bernie Sanders scored a major victory for the media's Bernie Sanders narrative Tuesday night by perpetuating the notion that Bernie Sanders is some kind of crusty white Barack Obama and not your adorably deluded grandfather. Reached for comment about Tuesday's results, CNN's Wolf Blitzer said he needed a moment to wipe off before returning to the Magic Wall, where John King has been shackled since January, alternately soiling himself and calculating all the different ways Bernie Sanders could still win the Democratic nomination. The next major primary comes in New York, where Clinton and Sanders will debate on Thursday night. Both candidates claim New York as a home state, so naturally they plan to get in a heated argument over their relative positions in the CVS checkout line. In other national news, the Labor Department passed a sweeping new series of regulations for financial advisors this week that could affect millions of Americans' retirement plans. The new rules require brokers to consider their clients' best interests before doing an eight ball of coke and letting it all ride on black. Overseas, the Prime Minister of Iceland threw his nation into chaos this week after the recently leaked Panama Papers revealed that he and his wealthy wife avoided taxes by setting up a shell corporation in the British Virgin Islands. The Icelandic Premier first stepped down, then announced that he hadn't stepped down, then finally just admitted that he wasn't sure who was in charge of Iceland in the first place. All told, it's the biggest national embarrassment his country has faced since Bjork. In other news somehow involving Iceland, Rhode Island is facing a social media backlash after unveiling their new tourism campaign, Rhode Island, cooler and warmer. The campaign includes a video featuring scenes shot in Iceland, in addition to a website that lists popular restaurants in Massachusetts. Although, to be fair to Rhode Island, nobody wants to visit Massachusetts either. Elsewhere in America, 
Florida Governor Rick Scott was forced to leave a Starbucks this week after being berated by a woman for gutting Medicaid and cutting his state's women's health services. However, it could just be that's what his name looked like on the paper cup. In other Starbucks-related news, the coffee chain has announced plans to open its largest location ever in a neighborhood with ample free space and an utter lack of existing Starbucks, Manhattan's Meatpacking District. The new 20,000-square-foot store is set to open in 2018 and will feature a roastery, a tasting room, and its own artisanal homeless population. And finally, in lighter news, a high school student got into five Ivy League schools, as well as Stanford, the Ivy League's burnout cousin this week, with a college essay about her love of Costco. The essay read in part, and I'm quoting, Just as I sampled buffalo chicken dip or chocolate truffles, I probed the realms of history, dance, and biology, all in pursuit of the ideal cart. The young woman is a Delaware native and a harbinger of the apocalypse. And now we have a quick look at the weather. It's cold out. Oh, so cold. Oh my God, stop talking about how cold it is. No one cares what you have to say about the weather. I'm Chris Barlow, and that's all the news we have time for this week. Close your eyes and pretend like there's no more news until next week, when we'll probably be back with more from WYOY. (laughs) 